Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Well, today we have a very special guest by the name of Nadine Artemis, and she's the author of two books, including Renegade Beauty and Holistic Dental Care. Nadine is a keynote speaker at health and wellness conferences and a frequent commentator on health and beauty for media outlets. She has received glowing reviews for her work in The Hollywood Reporter, G-O-O-P, Vogue, People, L yoga journal natural health w magazine even the new york times the los angeles times and the national post she has many celebrity fans including shailene woodley renee zellweger julianne moore carrie ann moss mandy moore and our first lady in canada sophie trudeau and many others alanis morissette describes nadine as a true sense visionary Avida founder Horst uh, Reckenbacher calls Nadine a pure flower of creativity. Welcome, Nadine. Hello. Thanks for How having are you me. Today? I'm good. Thank you. Today. So let's talk a little bit about beauty and what you think beauty is. What do you think beauty is and how did you describe it in your book? That's a really fun question. Well, I feel like, you know, obviously... Beauty with a capital B, I think if we look at it really philosophically, is almost when you're not. And what I mean by that is in the moments when you're engaged with life, like looking at a sunset, in that moment, you're not really thinking about stuff. You know, you're really living life. And so I feel that beauty is more like a communion rather than something that we're applying to ourselves. Interesting. That's an interesting concept. And I think it's something that that needs to be brought out more. Um, I, I think sometimes we try to enhance beauty by certain things, but mm-hmm. it's it almost sounds like you're taking away to make things beautiful. Yeah. Or if we just really stepping way back away from the mirror, away from that pore that might have a pimple and, and really understand that beauty is a relationship. It's our relationship to life. And I like to think that the elements in life, like the water, air, sunshine, and earth are really there to be our finest bathing attendants. And so we can bring in those elements to be kind of a foundation for our beauty, like walking and having fresh air, having a jump in a lake or enjoying the the sun and feeling it on our skin. And letting the other thing you like to bring in is aromatherapy, and, and you're yes. a big advocate of that. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. What's aromatherapy and how does it work for you? Yes, well, aromatherapy as like a concept, it's kind of like I'm sure people have heard about it, and there's a, a part of it that can kind of seem like potpourri and glade air fresheners and Hallmark cards. And there's that, but what I'm talking about is the use of genuine and authentic essential oils, which are the distilled liquids uh, from plants. Not every plant can be distilled. It has to be a plant with aromatic compounds. So yes, from a rose, 
no from a tulip um, and things like oranges and all the fir trees and uh, spruce and balsam and many roots and many, many plants have aromatic components. And the essential oil is a component of the plant. It's in the cells. And so plants are gathered and it, of course it depends on what plant. Is it the root of a plant? Is it the leaf of a peppermint or is it the lavender flowers? So it's all gonna be different, but the essentially we're using um, an alembic filled with the plants and the water and there's a heat source underneath. And that heat brings up the essential oil to burst out of the plant material and it becomes a vapor. And so it rises from the water, goes into a, this is like thousands of year old technology, first invented by Abyssinia and other cultures like ancient Egypt. And so in the vaporous moment, then it comes into a cooling form and that vapor then becomes substance once again, and it lands in another alembic with the water. And then the oil, the essential oil is of course, uh, doesn't mix with the water. And then that's um, filtered off the top. And then you have this beautiful uh, essential oil, but it isn't, it's called an oil, but it isn't actually fatty. It's a volatile compound, it's evaporative. Um, and for example, with rose, it takes 60 rose heads to make one drop of essential oil. That sounds like so, a lot. And it it's sounds a lot. like it really is something that would be therefore highly concentrated and highly. Exactly. Highly, highly concentrated, highly like, you know, I don't know the word, like full of plant intelligence. If we take that drop and then analyze it with gas chromatography, I mean, we've got over 500 different um, phytochemical components that we could be looking at. And well, how do these interact with people and how do they affect people in their regular lives? Well, the great thing is they're very simpatico and very much an ally to us and our bodies. So we're able to, even if you don't have a sense of smell, when you smell an essential oil, like just the act, even though maybe you can't catch, catch that aroma, the molecules are still traveling up into the brain and then they're sent out to do their work. And then they leave the body. So it's not like a chemical compound, like a paraben or something that's in something. And then it's just going to hang out there for the next 40 years in your body. So they do the job um, on skin. They're able to sink into the skin if you use a carrier oil and they're able to do things like they're now to all varying degrees. All essential oils are obviously going to be like different characters, frankincense, clove, rose, lavender, peppermint. I mean, we can all in our minds visualize and understand how those are each gonna be very different. However, we can kind of generalize essential oils in a way too. And, and really they're all antibacterial, they're all antifungal, they're all antiviral. And many of them have other qualities like anti-inflammatory or things like rose oil or sea buckthorn oil or frankincense. They're also known as voluntary. So they're able to speed up healing. Um, but then you can imagine how we're gonna have great applications of these beautiful substances to take care of our body. And now also with modern research, we're able to understand why so many botanicals were used for, for caring for the body for so long. For example, with uh, plants that have been used in oral care, like clove, cinnamon, um, you know, frankincense again, neem, all those beautiful plants um, that have been used for thousands of years. Now we can look at them under the modern microscope and we're able to see and know through another lens why they're so good, for example, with oral care. Scientists discovered that essential oils that have been used in oral care are known to be something called QSI, 
which is a quorum sensing inhibitor, which is very handy when it comes to oral care because pathogens um, use quorum sensing to gain traction, to communicate and to kind of like group together and gain you know, power and then create biofilms. That's quorum sensing. And so the essential oils come along and they inhibit that quorum sensing. So for example, when we're talking about the mouth and the mouth microbiome, the essential oils like a clove or cinnamon, they're able to go in and tidy up the pathogens, but while working harmoniously with the beneficial bacteria. So they're very, very good for these times. So you've uh, created your own line of products for oral care, have you not? Yes. Yes, I did. It's a, Tell it's us a, a little bit more about those. For sure. It's a pretty extensive line and it came out of my own desire to, you know, understand my mouth and take care of it on a daily basis instead of ending up at the dentist and being like, okay, what did I do wrong now? <laughs> and so that's why what led me to write my book, uh, Holistic Dental Care. But what was super cool as I was, you know, I was in my twenties and I'd already formulated like everything, you know, for the rest of the body, but I was still hadn't done anything for the mouth yet. And I did find a holistic dentist at that time, but was really good for me was the hygienist because she noticed the start of a cavity and she was like, you know, go home, work with all the your things that you formulate with, and then come back in six months and we'll see if it's gone. So first of all, I was like, wait, what? Like teeth can actually like, you know, we can progress things here. It doesn't have to just be the end. And she was like, absolutely. And that anyway, that that's became my first product, which, uh, cause I did go back. I did make something. I did go back to the dentist and the cavity had ceased. So that was just phenomenal to see. And also just to understand about the teeth. And then I started researching uh, stuff on dentistry and finding out that yes, many dentists work and know that the teeth can regenerate. Again, if you've had a teeth pulled out, no, you're not gonna make a new one, but you can cease a cavity. A cavity is an infection in the mouth. And just like a skin infection, it can be healed and it can cease being infected. Um, so that was really cool to find out. And then that's what created my first product, which is the Happy Gumdrops. Um, but since then we've created so many more. We have swishing serums with like CoQ10 and vitamin D. We've got a full range of toothpaste and we've just uh, launched a new paste this year, which is one of the very few toothpaste in the world that contain a mineral called nanohydroxyapatite. And that for about 40 years ago was deemed to be uh, the right ingredient for astronauts in outer space because it showed that it prevented bone loss in teeth. It's actually what teeth are made out of. So it's an amazing toothpaste, but it hasn't really been available with other pure ingredients around, you know, in a really pure formula. So we're really excited about that. And you can even leave it on your teeth uh, like a little spa because it's really good for filling and evening the teeth out and whitening the teeth as well. Many dentists feel that it actually is more effective than fluoride. So we're really excited about that. Interesting. Uh, it sounds like something that you uh, have tried to figure some things out and try to make it better that way. Uh, fluoride is certainly something that many people have found to be beneficial in helping to prevent uh, cavities and things like that. So I don't think we should dis discount that that's something that yeah, it wasn't I discounting it. To realize was, this is not yeah. an either or, it's no. something in addition to. Yes. And that just that maybe we have something better 
which, you know, that, that makes the teeth stronger and uh, which is really cool. Yes. And I think that's important. People should realize that things uh, do take, we find out new things over time. It, Absolutely. It's, not, it's not something that we have all the answers today. Answers come through as time goes on. For sure. And I would like to add that, yes, I do make all these beautiful products, but really you can really progress uh, your oral care with something just as simple as baking soda. It's very good for the teeth. It's alkalinizing. It's antibacterial. It's good for whitening. It's good for scrubbing and it's gentle. And so it's really a great, uh, you could really be using baking soda for your whole life and it would be really awesome for your teeth. Yeah, you know, and I think people discount some of these simple remedies, thinking that something has to be very difficult or very exotic for it yeah. to be necessary. Yeah, that's true. And then some, you know, some ingredients in toothpaste these days are actually, you know, you know, like sodium lauryl sulfate. It actually creates bleeding and receding gums. So it is more complicated, but it shows the wisdom of just using something simple like baking soda because it's tried and true. And so sodium lauryl sulfate's a bit newer. Let's turn the tables a little bit to about you. You know, you discovered a large set of products here, but you didn't get there without having to climb a mountain of adversity to overcome that. How did you get there? Well, I think each adversity comes in a, you know, a manageable package on some levels. Although there are times like we did experience uh, a whole home and business fire where we lost everything except what was on our back. Um, so there's always going to be adversity in life. And I feel like for me anyway, I like to always, I feel like if you're not at the happy ending, the story isn't over. So, you know, the morning after the fire, I was just like, well, we're just midway through this story right now. And, um, I just feel like I am always looking for the silver lining, uh, but I find that that helps. And I'm always just looking for what I'm thankful for. So, yeah. you know, after Thank the fire, I'm like, okay, well, what is good? Well, we've got this, we've got the pajamas on our back. We've got each other. Let's move forward from there. Yeah, that, that's a huge statement there. As I say, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. That's what's important. Yeah. And you can really use those contrasting points as like a fulcrum to launch into new, into, into the new world that you want. If you found a younger version of yourself on the street, what advice would you give that younger person? Oh, I would just say, uh, just keep going. You're on, you're on the path and you got this. And do you say that often to yourself that it's time to keep going? It's time to get on that. Path. It's time to re, you know, I don't, I think, I think my inner dialogues with myself are pretty present time. So I'm not thinking in the past too much. It's like present time with a visionary future. And then, so that's where my brain's hanging out. So where is the future for you now? What are you thinking of and what are you developing now? Well, I usually have so many things swirling around in my head. I mean, I feel like, you know, on my, the foundation of my life is fully here. So I think there's a lot that I can just ground into and then, you know, create from this position. And I, I mean, I'm just creating new products all the time. So much of the fact that I don't even know I'm creating new things, you know what I mean? Um, but we've got new toothbrushes coming out. We've got new beautiful body care products coming out. 
not that maybe you'd be interested, but I have a totally, it should be the purest mascara on the planet coming in spring of 222. We're working on that for a few years. That's going to be pretty exciting. Thinking of newer and better ways of, of, of doing things. And, and, and newer and better ways to try to make it better. And, and that's what drives you in your regular day. I think so. I feel very, uh, I lo- and I love creating. I love putting this and this together, and, you know what I mean? And different things and then making new things. And yeah, bringing things to people that will hopefully improve their lives. I love, I love creating, but I, I really feel like I, I love my art to have function. So I feel like I'm in the right place because I feel like what we create is is definitely very filled with function. So, so you not only create these beautiful products, but you also create things artistically as well. Well, um, I feel like I have a lot of artistic outlets that just are part of the whole thing, whether it's, you know, designing our headquarters or, um, you know, designing a product, designing packaging, designing a book. You know, so I feel like there's a lot of creativity, um, but really, peop- I, I just feel like art and creativity really is just living. I feel like if you're breathing, you're painting a picture. So we don't have to think of creativity as sort of like a separate life hobby. I think it's just really to be alive is to create. Tell us a little bit more about your book, your most recent one. Yes. Well, Renegade Beauty. um, I, I feel like it's sort of like the beauty Bible. And I just was like, I've got to download all that I know so that people can know about that. And I really, you know, through poetry and science, we discover the body and there's just chapters dedicated to things that we really want to know. So we go and we understand the science of how a whole area of the body works. And then it's just chock full of practical solutions and tips. And there's even a whole formulation chapter. There's a whole A to Z chapter on like all the other smaller things I couldn't cover, sort of like from acne to to like hemorrhoids. That's all in there. And then we have just the chapters are like dedicated to like your skin and the sun or your teeth you know, or just your skin, which I call the moist envelope of the soul. So there's a whole chapter on that. There's some chapters that are dedicated to, you know, more to female things with pregnancy and birth and breast health, all these things that we really need to know. That That is important. And I think it's important for people to realize that the sun is, is a good thing. It's also a harmful thing for the skin as well, because we know when it gets to be too much, it also damages the cells and cause oxidative stress in them, which causes yeah. skin cancers to come out. Yeah. So I'm really write a whole chapter so that we can really learn how to engage with the sun wisely and interact with it because it is very life-giving. And when we have, we have thousands of vitamin D receptors all over our body. So our skin was designed to engage with the sun. Obviously we don't want to get burnt, but when we receive those sunbeams, we're generating a vitamin D that's different than the kind at the store that we can get. It's a water soluble vitamin D. And even though it's called a vitamin D, it's actually like a hormonal precursor. So it's very important for the juiciness of our insides. And when we're connecting with those sunbeams, we're creating things like antimicrobial peptides and catholicidins, which are so essential for our immune system. And if our, if our vitamin D receptors aren't just brimming with vitamin D, then bacterial lingons can come in and really shut down our immune system. 
So we want to learn how to be with this beautiful heavenly body that is like growing all green things on the planet and kind of learn like, well, what's our photosynthesis? And knowing too, that if we just use sunscreen and be in the sun, then we are cutting off vitamin D, which comes in the UVB, right? So when we use sunscreen, we separate the UVA and the UVB, right? So we're not getting any nutrient, beautiful vitamin D. And when we just get UVA without its ultraviolet partner, UVB, then we're just getting a sun damaging ray. So, so UVA so on its, its own. important to realize all things in moderation. Exactly. So there's like, you know, there's some interesting things that we've got to think about when we're engaging with the elements and, you know, kind of go, yes, we have to be careful, but, oh, maybe this was like too careful on one level and throwing us in another direction because we don't want to cut off that life force. We don't want to get burned and have wrinkles either, but there's, there's a great middle ground, which you've been talking about. And that's the important thing is I think the middle ground is people have to explore it. Well, Mm -hmm. how can people get in touch with you and maybe get your book? So the books are wherever books are sold, including Audible. They're both in Audible format and along with they're also on our website, which is livinglibations.com. And do you have a website? Well, that just I'm in part in really in living libations world and I've got articles and stuff up there. And then I also have Nadine Artemis official on Instagram and you can reach out to me there or through our website. Excellent. That's that's wonderful to hear that that's that's a good thing. Well, everybody, this is the famous Miss Artemis that has <laughs> some amazing products out there for people to check into. Uh, please check out her products and check out her 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 books. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. 